Kay Kirkman here with the Gen X Career Show. And, you know, I heard a statistic today that said that only 36% of the U.S. workforce is actually engaged at work. So what about the rest of the workforce? That means they are disengaged. And I think that's a problem. So that's what we're talking about on today's show. Reengaging yourself as a Gen X employee. Keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, I am back for another episode. And today we are talking about employee re-engagement, employee re-engagement. Now, a lot of times, at least for me, when I am perusing the internet, I see a lot about employee engagement employee engagement. And usually that is on the employer side. So a lot of the research and the articles and the blogs that I read on the internet when it comes to engagement in the workplace is related to employee engagement, meaning how can employees re-engage or engage in the first place their workforce. And, you know, it's definitely a challenge and I can see it every day. And especially in retail, retail to me is a case study, especially the grocery store. The grocery store is a case study on employee disengagement, if you ask me. I was in the grocery store this week. I think it was this week. And I was purchasing an item. And of course, you know how it is at the self-checkout. Something goes wrong. You have to check something. You scan something you weren't supposed to scan or you scanned it and put it into the bag too fast, whatever the case. And you have to have the unengaged, (laughs) not all of them. Maybe it's just the grocery store that I go to. But the disengaged, unengaged employee who really doesn't have to do much, right? I mean, it's a self-checkout. So I'm doing most of the work. You know, it's like every once in a while, they might have to come by and press a button or type something in. And it's like you've asked them to give up their firstborn to stop scrolling on their phone to come over and help you. Okay, I think I'm going off. on a personal rant. So I'm going to bring it back to the show. But my point is that I went into the grocery store, I needed help. And the gentleman, the young gentleman that was being paid at the time to help me was very, very involved in his phone. And he wasn't even at the self-checkout area. He was over at the customer service desk chatting with another employee who didn't have anybody in line. And so I had to physically walk over to the customer service desk and ask him if he could help me. 
Then he came over, helped somebody else because there were several other people that needed help that were not getting helped. He helped somebody else and then went right back over to the customer service desk to talk to his uh, co-worker again. I couldn't believe it. I said, sir, are you okay? And still, let me tell you something. And this, then I'm going to be done with this rant and get, <laughs> and get back to the show. But after all of that, after all of that, do you know that the entire time he never took his eyes off of his phone? He never took his eyes off of his phone. So I got him to come over finally, had to walk over to the customer service desk, ask him to come over and help me. He helped somebody else and then goes right back to the customer service desk. And I had to call him again to come back and help me. My point in all of that rant is to say that yes, employee engagement is definitely an issue that employers need to address. And I think this whole phenomenon of quiet quitting, which I did an episode on a couple of weeks ago, and quiet firing is now a new buzzword (laughs) where companies are not officially firing you, but they're making the workplace such that you want to quit. And uh, so that that avoids them having to pay unemployment, I'm thinking. So it's definitely an issue, you know. Anywhere from 21%, I've seen uh, the statistics some places, 21% to 36% of employees are not engaged at work. And if you're listening to this podcast, you might be one of those disengaged, unengaged employees. But my question that I want to pose for today's show and talk about is what is the responsibility of the employee? What is the responsibility of the employee? Yes, there is a big responsibility on the employer to make the workplace such that you are engaged. But is there also an equally large responsibility that you have as an employee to take your destiny into your own hands and to re-engage yourself if somehow, some way you found yourself now disengaged. And so I thought that that would be an interesting topic to explore because I don't know about you, but I really don't like to leave my destiny, my happiness, my satisfaction, my fulfillment. I don't like to leave that kind of stuff in the hands of other people. Like even if it is my employer's responsibility to create an environment where I'm engaged, I don't like to leave things in other people's hands. As much as possible, I like to be able to take responsibility for my own actions and create my own happiness wherever possible. So I happened to run across an article and you know, I will link to this article, but it's all about how do you as an employee re-engage yourself? And I'm going to share some suggestions, but I thought it was a topic that, especially as we're in this last quarter of the year, you know, we're about to go into a brand new, fresh year. And I think taking personal responsibility as much as you can is really a good idea to think about. And I think it will also 
help you to feel empowered and not defeated if indeed you're going to work every day to an employer or to a job that you don't like. So how do you get re-engaged? How do you take the bulls by the horn, so to speak, and re-engage yourself as an employee? So the first thing, the first thing that this article talks about is this whole idea of creating what they call a personal engaged purpose statement. So a personal engaged purpose statement. So basically, this is just a statement that you create that becomes your own mantra, your own motivational quote for why you are at the job. Now, now stay with me on this because you might think to yourself, well, you know, I don't know why I'm at the job. Or you might think to yourself, I don't know, there's no, there's no good reason for me to be here. But maybe your personal engaged purpose or why you're there is not so much that you love the job and the work that you do, but you love the results it gives you, i.e. you can support yourself. You can support your family. You can pay for a vacation every year. So for you, that might be your reason for being there. So why do you go to work every day? You know, I've been listening to the audio of The Strangest Secret, which is a audio and a book by Earl Nightingale, one of the OG motivational, uh, inspirational speakers from back in the day. And one of the things he talks about is how there was a survey done asking a bunch of people why they go to work every day. And the answer was they don't know why they go to work every day because everybody else goes to work every day. And is that you? Why do you go to work every day? So this idea of creating or crafting a personal engaged purpose statement is for you to specify why is it that you go to work every day? So what do you love what you do? You know, believe it or not, there are some people that go every work to, that go to work every day because they love what they do. So if that's why you go to work every day, write that down. Or so, so there are two categories in this personal engaged purpose statement. The first reason that you could be going to work is because you love what you do. You love your coworkers. You love the type of work that you do. And then the other piece is you love the results. You love the money you get. You like the benefits. You like the perks. You like the fact that, you know, on the first and the 10th, a check comes in. And, and no reason is bad or good. The purpose of this statement is to give you motivation or something that you can look at every day to remind yourself of why you're getting up every day and you're going to work. And so this will help you to re-engage yourself back into your work for whatever reason you're working. And so that's the first step in you taking responsibility and re-engaging yourself at work. Now, the second thing that the article suggests is that you observe, 
recognize, and appreciate. Observe, recognize, and appreciate. So again, we're talking about how can you re-engage yourself at work if you find yourself disengaged. And so observe, look around your workplace. What do you see? Are there coworkers that you love and you get along with and you look forward to going to, you know, talk about what happened the previous weekend or what happened on Netflix or whatever? And again, there's no judgment, you know, what, what do you observe? And then once you observe, recognize, okay, so what, what, what I observe, you know, how much do I appreciate what I observe. You know, once I've observed my coworkers, my workplace, the work I get to do every day, uh, you know, the, the money or the security that this job gives me, once I've observed and I've recognized that, how can I appreciate, deeply appreciate what it is that this job, being employed at this particular place, what it gives me? Because appreciation is the key to getting more of whatever it is that you want. Appreciation is the key to getting more of whatever you want. Whatever you appreciate, appreciates. Whatever you appreciate, appreciates. And so if you are feeling disengaged currently at your workplace, Another step that you can take to re-engage yourself is to observe, observe your workplace, observe the work that you do every day, recognize, recognize what's good about it, what's bad about it. If there are good things about it, what can you do? And then if there are bad things about it, you know, what can you appreciate? So observe recognize and appreciate. What are the things in the workplace that you can see, you can observe, you can recognize, you know they're there, and you can appreciate them, whatever they are. What would that be for you? The next step is to use what the article calls an impact filter. And this is a tool that you can actually use in any area of your life, not just in re-engaging yourself at work. So The impact filter is basically just as it said. It's a filter that you can use to look at the impact of a certain action, a certain event, something that happens at work. You know, one of the biggest reasons why people are disengaged at work is because of some sort of an incident, like you get into it with a coworker or your supervisor gives you too much work or gives you work that is mundane and that you don't want to do. So there's usually some circumstance or some instance or incident that happens that causes you to become disengaged or or at least uh, adds to the disengagement. So think about an event, an action, something that happens at work, and you can use this impact filter. And again, you can use it in any area of your life. So these are the questions you want to ask yourself. Number one, what went wrong? What went wrong? Number two, what can you do to fix it? And number three, what is good about the situation? 
So what went wrong in the situation? What can you do to fix it? And then what is actually good? And when you look at what is good, again, you're going back to gratitude, appreciation, which again, always improves the situation. If you can, in that moment, find something to appreciate about it, even if what you appreciate about it is it's done, it's gone, it's in the past, whatever it is. And so that is your impact filter. The third way that you can start to re-engage yourself if you feel disengaged at work. The next step I really love, and it's based upon a quote by Stefan Wissenbach. And he says, set yourself up for a game you can win every day. This is, this is so good. Set yourself up for a game you can win every day. You know, I think about myself and I think about how on those days where I haven't really gotten a good night's rest, I wake up cranky, you know, I wake up, I'm still tired, uh, you know, I was up late the night before doing something. I didn't plan ahead properly. I didn't, uh, you know, whatever the case may be as to why I've started my day on the wrong foot. And do you notice that whenever that happens, it just seems like the day just seems to go on and on that way. And you never really can regain your momentum in the day when it starts out on the wrong foot. Versus the times when you have a good night, re- good night's rest, you wake up refreshed, you get up, you go to the gym, you eat a great breakfast, you pray, you meditate, you read something that is positive and uplifting, you listen to some great uplifting music. And even if there are things that go wrong during the day, you have still set yourself up for a game you can win. So what is it for you? Do you wake up every morning and hit the snooze button on your alarm clock and rush hurriedly into your day? Do you have a long to-do list every day that never quite gets done? Uh, You know, do you plan and organize your day either the day before or the night before? Or do you maybe do that over the weekend so that you can set yourself up for success? You know, what are the things that you can do ahead of time to set yourself up for a game you can win every day, as opposed to setting yourself up to lose every day? And what impact will that have on the level of engagement that you feel every day at work? I just love that so much. It's so simple, but setting yourself up for a game you can win. Again, taking this power Taking the power of this idea of engagement back into your own hands. Yes, the employer that you have has a responsibility, but what can you do? What can you do in order to help yourself re-engage? So I love that. Set yourself up for a game you can win every day. And then the last thing, the last tip that the article talks about is it talks about this whole idea of how employee engagement is an emotional investment. Think about it. Think about the emotional investment it takes for you to step into your workplace after whatever is going on in your personal life. You know, you may have had an argument with a loved one. You may have a looming bill or a financial situation. You may have children that are going through some sort of a situation. You may have aging parents that are going through a situation. And every day, You have to put all of your personal cares, worries, frustrations aside and do a job that you get paid for. 
That takes a big emotional investment. But if you think about it, the emotional investment that you make, that you have to make in order to engage yourself at work, in order to put all that stuff aside and still do a job with a smile, no less, that's a huge emotional investment. And so for you to re-engage yourself, you have to take care of yourself. And so the last tip that the article shares is to make sure that you are not dismissing, you are not under uh, undervaluing your own self-care because it is you, it is your emotional investment that's going to allow you to be re-engaged. But if you do not make the investment first in yourself to take care of yourself, whatever that looks like for you, you know, ask yourself every day, have I taken care of myself? Or better yet, how can I take care of myself best today? Ask yourself, what is it that I need today? Do I need a good meal? Do I need to just sit down and be quiet for five minutes? What is it that I need? And make sure that you're addressing it. Because again, if you don't pour into yourself emotionally, then you're never going to be able to fully make that emotional investment every day that is needed, that is required for you to be fully engaged at work. So just to recap, how can you the employee or you know if you if you own your own business the business owner how can you not wait for the company to put out some initiative to reengage employees but how can you reengage yourself at work number 1 write your own personal engaged purpose statement this is your motivational quote that tells you why it is that you go to work every day What's the reason? Number two, observe, recognize, and appreciate. Observe your workplace. Observe your current situation at work. Recognize what's good, what's bad, and then appreciate, appreciate it all. Because remember, going back to that personal engaged purpose statement, there's a reason why you're there. There's something that you're getting. So when you observe, recognize, and appreciate, You find something that you can appreciate in that job that is giving you some sort of benefit. Number three, use your impact filter. And again, you can use this in any area of your life. Ask yourself when something happens, when an event happens or an event occurs, what went wrong? What can you do to fix it? And what is good about the situation? Next point, set yourself up for a game you can win every day. What is it that you need to do to set yourself up for success in each day? And how can you take charge of that? Because that's going to be personal for each individual. Remember the quote, set yourself up for a game you can win every day. And then the last thing to remember is that employee engagement is an emotional investment. So if you don't take care of yourself, you're never going to be able to fully invest emotionally enough to be engaged or re-engaged in the workplace. So that is what I have for you today. I hope you took something away that will help you to get re-engaged if you are not re-engaged. And you know, this is a good way to get re-engaged with life. You know, you might be looking at this last quarter of the year and looking back over 2022, like, okay, 
where did 2022 go? And what exactly did I accomplish? Like what happened to all the goals that I had set for myself in January? Now, I do want to say that there's still time to make progress on whatever goals you have. But if you're looking back and you're feeling a little bit down about what you have or haven't accomplished, go back through this list because this can be a good way that you can re-engage not only in your workplace, but also in life. And if you do feel that you have not reached all of your goals when it comes to your career or your career transition, go to my website, yourgenxcareer.com. Click on work with me, schedule a session, and let's see if it would make sense for us to work together to help you reach those goals in 2022 and of course beyond. So again, that's what I have for you today. And as always, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.